0: All right, here here we go. We're we're in this. We're doing it. Uh, what is going on, Ty and Matt, listeners? Uh, this is hopefully you know this is Ty. This is fifty percent of the program here. I just wanted to do a quick preface, you know, because I respect I respect you guys because I I know you're a smart bunch, and I've never claimed that I was a smart guy, and I've never. I've never tried to pretend like I was, uh, you know, better than anyone that, you know, I'm without faults, you know, it is something that some people assume about me. Uh, and I'm, you know, obviously grateful for that. Uh, but obviously, you know, I, I, I can make mistakes just like anyone else. And, uh, we did, you know, this is a great episode. I'm not going to take anything away from it. Awesome episode. Ashley Vega is awesome. Matt, you know, he's Matt, he's doing his thing, whatever Matt does. Um, Me, on the other hand, you know, I'm kind of a nits. I'm kind of a nits. Here's what happened. Uh, We recorded this whole episode. We get in the post, and then I realize that my mic was not hot the whole time. Uh, So we actually had to take my audio from the phone call as well. So if it sounds like me and Ashley both called in, it's probably because essentially we just both called in, and Matt's the only one that has the real audio of the recording. So Matt, you're you're going to hear his his golden voice, his golden radio voice. I'm going to probably sound like I'm talking through a tin can a little bit. I mean, I'll let you guys come up with your own metaphors, your own analogies and how you feel about it, but all I wanted to say was I love you. I I respect you. I just, you know, you know, just don't don't go after Matt. You know, I know that's always the first thing a lot of people do is, that, you know, they go after Matt. They, 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 they really try to, you know, really kind of shift the blame on him. But I, I will take full uh, accountability of this because, you know, it was kind of my job to kind of check if the mic was hot. You know, it's a typical... It's a typical thing that you should be doing for a podcast, but, you know, it's, it's fucking it's fast times here at Tie and Matt. So with that being said, guys, enjoy the episode. I love you. Thank you again for listening.
1: It's stupid such a couple. fine line between stupid and, and clever. Yeah, it's it's clever just a little turnabout. Turn yeah. yeah. It's a man
2: A out yeah, There seems to be some sort of communique. It's the Ty and Matt show. Matt and Todd.
0: Let's get started. And we're back. How does it happen? It's like, you know, you just get two guys, a couple microphones. Yep. And a lot of tenacity. And it's like we just keep going.
2: And just a sprinkling of talent.
0: Just a, well, Yeah. No, really, sprinkling think about yeah. it sprinkling's
2: not much yeah i would i would say smidgen smidgen. smidgen smidgen yeah yeah A smidge. you know a, a, a pinch yeah a smidge smidgen
0: uh, i'm very excited that announce uh uh lake and jude is making her debut on the podcast oh, uh, wow. let's turn maybe i could turn this up a little bit
1: yeah
2: that's our cooking wow Dude, that's, that was some, like, ASMR shit.
0: I was actually surprised the microphone picked that up at all.
2: It was pretty good. Dude, when you crank the gain like that, you know, I, I think I heard your neighbors. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I think I heard ferrets breathing. Like, I mean, when you crank the gain like that, you pick up everything.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's the goal, too. Um, that's, I think that's our first ASMR moment ever. Like, yeah.
2: don't laugh at a
0: joke you're included in. It's very fucking unprofessional. <laughs> uh, what if that was like the rest of the podcast? It's just me yelling violently. At Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> It's just me attacking her the whole time.
2: Yeah, I, I, I that would be hilarious. you know you, you you got me thinking when you mentioned that was our first um, you know our first run in with ASMR. Yeah. I like, we should we should we should maybe do that. Like those are so popular. I mean, just as a just a whole ASMR episode. Yeah, and That's just it. just to um just to get the numbers up for this podcast. Is there is there a reason people do that? Like I know people like to watch and they like the way it feels, but are there like health benefits or is it just you're listening to some lady eating an apple?
0: I want to say I think I think it's a couple things. Um first off, it's very obvious a kink. Um you know, it's a great way to just kind of get one off real quick in the, you know, the workplace bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um and then i think it also helps people like fall asleep. Okay. I think that's like the biggest reason why people even listen to it at all is just for that.
2: See, that would creep me out if i'm trying to sleep and i just hear someone whispering like this right into my ear. It would make me uncomfortable. Yeah. But for others it, it, it lulls them to sleep. I don't get that.
0: I, you know, i can see it. I actually can see it. Can I'm, you? Not gonna, I'm not going to I'm not going to attack it cuz I don't. I'm never like I don't go out of my way. Yeah. Um, but like I think there's moments in like movies where it's like you know they're really quiet and it's like a very gentle sound. It's like there is something kind of pleasing about that.
2: It, it gives you a like a tingle up and down your spine. Yeah. 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 Now, now I, let me ask you this because I I have friends that were into this um the pimple popping videos. I, I feel like it's a similar thing like. People just like the sensation they get when they see it. I, I don't. I personally am I repulsed think by it. I it's really, you know, and I'm really going to draw a line in the sand here. It's really a,
0: it's like a girl thing. <laughs> like every girlfriend I've had has been into popping pimples. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not into it, but it's always, you know, it's funny. It's a lot of my pimples being attacked in that, those situations. And then they watch the, it's sick, you know? they're like uh they're like student athletes like not they're watching it on the professional level yeah. and then they're doing it on the amateur level. Mhm. With no and scholarship. And they're getting,
2: getting endorsements and yeah. <laughs> profiting off their names. Yeah. Yeah, I I never I never got and and that one lady, Dr. Pimple Popper, who yeah. was she she was so ahead of the game Friend like of
0: the show. Um we should
2: have her on. Yeah. If anyone has those, you know, avenues open. <laughs> <laughs> We it, it, we'd have her on and be like okay dr pimple Pet, uh, popper one question why and then that would be the episode <laughs>
0: that would be the episode yeah yeah and then obviously we'd have an asmr bit of her popping a pimple and it wouldn't oh, be like a
2: fun like little
0: it'd be tie. more of like a like a
2: skin being rubbed sound D- dude you just created the ultimate viral video you realize that right yeah like a pimple popping video where you hear you hear it pop and there's like an ASMR quality to it. That's.
0: Yeah. Matthew, I, I, I think I know what I'm doing.
2: Ty, yeah. you're, you're, I, I think I've said this a lot and I don't want you to know it's sincere. You're a goddamn genius. Well, it's, you know,
0: it's why I leave yeah. the podcast, you know, Ty and Matt. That's right. Um, and then obviously, you know, we kind of fixed it at the end there. The quotation marks kept it fair. Legally, yeah. legally, legally. Yeah. I want you to know. keep that noted.
2: Yeah, for all the profits that we bring in, we need to make sure that they're split up adequately. Yeah, there, there needs to be an avenue. Yep.
0: There needs to be an avenue. I, I want to, so we were talking a little bit before we, we did this intro, and, yeah. I, and I was kind of, you know, I, I, what is it called, uh, like Instagram stalking or whatever. I saw your story. I was really yeah. excited to check it out. Every Matt story on Instagram, yeah. kind of a big deal to me, um, mostly just to make sure you're not doing better than me. On a personal oh, level. D- don't worry about that. It's the only reason I have social media. Yep. Um but it's I saw to use it. You're at a Snoop Dogg concert. Dude.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> I was. I was at a Snoop Dogg concert. Oh, God. He does was, those, you know. That was incredible. Yeah, I was, I was fortunate enough. My uncle was uh, cool enough to procure some tickets for us. We were in wilkes Bear. Is he a when cool uncle? One... Does,
0: he does he bring the beers? Does he bring the beers? Is, that, is he Through like Snoop? Deep? No, your uncle. Like, is he the cool uncle? Everyone's well, got I'm, a cool uncle. You know what I mean. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at.
2: I mean, I mean, I'm old enough to drink now, so it's it's not, not as cool. Like when you're, you know, you're 18. What did he do when you were 18? No, well, my dad's a cop, Tyler. Oh, like God. that was Actually, the thing. It was usually wow, shut that down. Is, that is trivia. You know it what? was tough. In fact, for me to drink underage, I usually had to leave the country. You had to go to Mexico or the Bahamas.
0: Would be probably one of the hardest, like, trivial pursuit questions. Well, it's guaranteed it's going to happen for you. What, what? You're going to be a Trivial Pursuit question.
2: I like to hope. One can only hope. Do
0: you even know what Trivial Pursuit is? You Yeah, it's lo- that
2: game where you, you, when you get a question right, you put a little piece of pie in the little circle thing.
0: You know more about it than I do. Actually, I didn't know that. Many oh, details. you didn't know that? I yeah, just, that's part of it. I knew the basics of like, okay, you answer some hard questions and you get some points.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then there's like, like if you hit a certain point on the board, you get to ask, answer a question for like a piece of, of the pie that corresponds to that category. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's a very complicated game, Ty. T- it's not Matt. for the
0: fan of Ty, the easiest way to learn the rules to any board game. If you yeah. don't want to read the booklet, just listen to an episode. You we... can listen
2: to us explain it from memory. <laughs> uh, All right, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, so dude, Snoop. I go to see Snoop last night. I was very excited. Uh, I'll admit, I don't know tons of his music. Like, I know the hits, um, but what a performer. He he comes on stage, spotlight hits him. He's got his arms out, like Christ the Redeemer in Rio de Janeiro, Snoop the Redeemer. And spotlight hits him, crowd goes wild. Dancers come out. There's stripper poles all over the stage and ladies who know how to use them. There's this guy that just the whole show wears like a mascot dog head. And like at one point a he just what pulled, yeah like it Snoop Dogg tie I mean I just didn't think it would lean into it that hard oh he did it was the 25th anniversary of Doggy Style oh
0: okay. so if you
2: remember the cover of that album there's like a dog on like a doghouse and like he had like a fire hydrant and like picnic tables and stuff and he had picture. this gun that shot fake money at the pole dancers
0: it oh was my awesome God.
2: yeah that's was a great concert awesome. oh dude it was awesome Uh yes yeah, so I've always sw- been- Rap
0: concerts, like, I, I, I think you and me are both, like, obviously, you know, uh, by our complexion, we listen to more rock.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, I would say so.
0: But I will have to say, every rap concert I've been to, the production value is so fucking incredible.
2: They're just fun. I, I've yeah. been to, I think this is the second, like, full-on rap show I've been to. The other one was Waka Flocka Flame, and it's just... Oh,
0: that's a good one.
2: Yeah, it's just, that one was nuts. That I, I was, I've, uh... I've done two actually. as well.
0: I've done yeah. two as well. I did a uh, Chance the Rapper. Okay. Um, which wasn't crazy for production, but like he's actually a really talented guy, so he's yeah. got a lot more going on in terms of him playing instruments and then you know uh, doing what Chance does. Um, but the crazy one was The Weekend. Oh, okay. The Weekend. Did he have
2: the, the weird hair? Was that weird he hair? Had Weeknd? a fucking
0: starship. I shit you not. A starship. <laughs> He we're in like the hockey, Fort Lauderdale fucking Panthers or whatever, the NHL team down there. Yeah. He had a starship come down, and then it splits apart through the show, and it's like different things on each piece. And then he comes up from the middle of the floor, and he wears like a mirror suit, and lights are hitting him, and they're all oh my going. Three-hour concert. I don't think I've ever done more cocaine in my life. Wow. Yeah.
2: Oh my god! Yeah,
0: that the weekend is by far one of the craziest concerts you can probably. I don't know about now. I just knew because that was back when. Uh, you remember uh, Starboy that album that he did with uh, Daft Punk? No. So he, Starboy was like the album for him, and that was like I got the tickets free, and it was yeah. like the best show. Blew my mind.
2: Well, well, like yeah, that sounds very Daft Punk spaceships and like suits with mirrors on them and things yeah. like that. Um. Dude, that sounds pretty cool yeah. like i feel like i need to go to more more rapture like i remember watching videos of that tour that kanye west did where like the stage was suspended from the ceiling yeah like <laughs> and he was like tethered to the middle of it and just was like hovering above the crown it was just Dude, bizarre
0: rap artists know how production value works
2: yeah well if you know the way i see, like like a rock band or something watching someone play an instrument is in itself like kind of interesting and part of the show someone rapping, like there's not much to, to see. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, v- visually, if, that. if you just put it in front of a blank backdrop, um, but, and then they must realize that because they do some, yeah, they, they build it things. up. Yeah.
0: Which is why I'm happy to announce the time at mixtape, oh. uh, which you can find on store shelves, December 15th.
2: We should start working on that then.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was hoping you'd just keep yes Andy, and we'd just have it ready by December 15th.
2: You're forgetting that I bombed out of improv class. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what, though? If we do put out a tie and mat mixtape, yeah. you know who could be included on it?
0: Uh, plenty of
2: our, our guests. I don't know. Well, our guest this week. She's a musician. What? Ashley Vega. This week. What? Yes. The Goes Ashley by, Vega. Yes. Releases music under the name Veya. V E Y A.
0: Oh, I thought you had more to that. You kind of gave me this look like there's, oh, you want me to feed you more. No, yeah. no, no. I was just Veya, I was letting it sit there. Uh,
2: I was letting the people get their phones and, and like search. I'm, no, uh, I'm but yeah, we to, talked to Ashley.
0: I'm going to commit to this being the worst intro to a guest ever. Just like, Probably. And just be like, uh, yeah, Ashley Vega, Veya uh she's like a size six shoe um like yep. what if we just had all the like pointless uh plugs for her
2: <laughs> well we can do that because honestly it's a great interview so we'd have to do a lot of pointless plugs to uh make i want to build this up side. i really
0: i think we need to diversify as a podcast and a brand and i think every yeah. guest we bring on like she's got a blood type of uh be positive and it's like all the B like positive people tune in because we'll like hashtag it you know, blood. and
2: maybe someone needs be positive blood and and Ashley Vega does have it. it.
0: So please yeah. tune in. Listen, get a feel for who she is a, as a person before you take her blood. But also, she does have the blood for you. So, ladies and gentlemen, Ashley Vega. And here we are with Ashley Vega. Hello. Ashley, <laughs> hey, what's going on? I was nervous here for a second. I didn't know if you're actually there
3: yeah no i left (laughs) as soon as you press record i left Um, sorry
2: (laughs) that's not the first guess that's done that to us
0: i went in with so much confidence (laughs) and then immediately was like oh wait she's there right (laughs) all right cool
3: yeah i was i that that's something i practice is silence you know
0: yeah it's a virtue they say
3: (laughs) yeah is it is silence.
0: So I've heard. Well, it's silence is golden, but you know I'm not here to correct people on um, idioms or anything. <laughs> I'm here to talk to Ashley Vega because I, I'm actually really excited to have you on here because you're you're doing some pretty interesting stuff. Uh, unlike all our other untalented guests that we've had,
3: <laughs> right? You know. I'm
0: going I into mean. this hot and heavy right away. I, maybe I can talk my way out of this hole I just dug, but. Uh, <laughs> I will have to note this. Hold on, I always do note this, and it's so fucking hacky. But this is our first guest uh, in sunny Orlando, Florida. Uh, uh, we've yes. had yeah, we've had guests oh New York, LA, uh, da- Dallas, Austin. I don't who cares anymore.
2: Yeah, um, we had a co-host in Orlando. Yeah. Oh, but this is the first guest. First guest, Wait. in Orlando, Florida.
3: Co-hosts in Orlando.
2: I, I spent one. Oh. I spent one episode in the path of a hurricane. That's yeah,
3: right. I remember for, you, for the good of the show. And you made that blog post. That was that was classic. Oh, oh,
2: wow. Thank you. Ashley's on par to be. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. Plug the blog.
3: Yeah, yeah, I've been I've been doing research. Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: Great, because we did no research for this. Um, yes. <laughs> Which, <laughs> that, was, uh, that was terrible. Um, actually, no, we've done a little bit. We've done, but I want you to take the lead on this because you're wow. doing cool things in Orlando. We all, uh, to give some back so, we all did go to UCF, as most of our guests have. Uh, we all did Tonight Tonight. But Ashley, what are you doing right now?
3: Right now, as we speak, I'm watching a calming YouTube video about nature scenery um But okay. in my life, like <laughs> in my life, I've been working at Adrenaline Films here in Orlando. Um, I'm a post-production apprentice, which basically means like assistant editor, and I just like follow around my supervisor. Not as much anymore, but I used to. Uh, and. I learn things as you can imagine.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, explain to the uninitiated, because I know Ty and myself know, but, but what is adrenaline film?
3: Adrenaline. And I mean, on films.
2: a. Yeah.
3: Wow. It is a local film production company here in Orlando. And mm-hmm. um, we do a lot of like corporate stuff and some like fun infomercials but our biggest client right now is universal so oh, i nice. get to do a lot of cool stuff with universal like i got to be on the announcement shoot um for the new haggard ride that just came out so that oh, was really incredible yeah yeah it was fun so,
2: so how did that go did that involve like like how long of a day would that be was it a longer day than the people who are waiting in line for the actual ride.
3: Okay, so there were like there were like multiple shoots. The first one for like the announcement, that was just like getting people hyped about the ride. Um that one was actually a night shoot cuz that was the one that was like we had a certain someone there on set. I mean, the video is already out, so uh-huh. can I can I say
2: <laughs> No one listens to yeah. this.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay, yeah. So But if you
0: if you get fired, it's uh you did sign the paperwork, correct? Like we take well, no accountability. Know,
3: to be the NDAs. To be fair, like I'll probably get into that more later. I'm planning on leaving oh. after December. So oh,
0: <laughs> Well, 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 we got hot drama here Bombshell. on Ty and Matt.
3: <laughs> but um yeah, so that was the announcement shoot that Tom Felton was on, just saying um really cool i'm not name dropping or anything i'm just saying
2: (laughs) now tom felton he of draco malfoy fame am i correct yeah
3: he doesn't quite look like draco anymore um but we don't talk about that uh
2: oh that what a bummer like (laughs) like that that's you're like i was the guy you could use that for the rest of your life now people are already th- those <laughs> movies have been like when was the last one Oh done gosh. like eight years ago
3: yes yeah, and
2: already like he doesn't look like the character i know it's bad times for mr <laughs> felton
3: yeah but he he was really cool actually so that was that was a cool experience i was media managing for that shoot so i was just taking all the footage from the cameras and making sure it went into the right place on the hard drive so this,
0: that's a Hollywood dream right there
3: yeah honestly though
2: that is a nerve-wracking job <laughs> um because if you lose anything oh I, it's happened like I yeah I, I, and I, first, I know the first and, indie and, and, movie
0: I did here in Atlanta I shit you not uh 16 hour day and they lost a card
3: no uh, yeah
0: no they did and it was a very somber moment for that crew
3: Wait did they lose the card itself?
0: No, they had the card but they didn't label it correctly so it got wiped before it got transferred.
3: No. Oh, no. Yeah.
0: And I know for Ashley who's actually done the job like she's feeling that like kind of anxiety of like wait, yeah. did I wait, did I label all the cards right today?
3: Yeah, no, actually that's exactly I was media managing today too, so um yeah, I guess they kind of like I've noticed that none of my supervisors or any of the other editors are being put on like media managing jobs. It's always me now. And I don't know why they're putting the apprentice in such an important position. (laughs) They're just like, yeah, it's fine. Like, we'll just, we'll just throw her out there.
0: (laughs) That's how you learn.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, I do appreciate it cuz I probably would have never been able to do this alone like a couple months ago. I feel a lot more confident.
0: That's so, what you need. I mean, that's nice. how it goes. Really is that <laughs> that first job. I mean, how about answer this cuz obviously you're in a field that a lot of people want to be in. A lot of people want to be in, you know, media production, video, movie, whatever. Mm-hmm. How how did you find your way into adrenaline? Like what were some steps you took that got you there?
3: Um, so I had a couple internships before I got an internship at Adrenaline. I started at PBS, which, you know, you guys know it's like a pretty standard internship for UCF students. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I got that one and then I got an internship at Skystorm, another production company here. And that's like intense
0: name, Skystorm. Skystorm,
3: I know.
2: Yeah, everything's scary.
3: <laughs> yeah, it is. It's yeah. like frightening. <laughs> um, yeah, Skystorm was nice. Um, and then I got an internship at adrenaline. It was actually my second try for adrenaline, and they gave it to me finally. Um, I wasn't <laughs> resentful or anything. Uh <laughs> but They got it right the second time. Yeah, they got it right the second time. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I got the post-production internship. And then, like, towards the end of that, I was talking with my supervisor. And he's like, hey, would you want to come back for the fall? So I came back for a second semester. And then they offered me an apprenticeship. So it's been a long journey. (laughs) I've been there. It sounds like it. Yeah, I've been there over a year now. Oh so, wow! Wow, yeah.
0: Do you feel like? Do you feel better equipped? Like, is, is this? Where do you want to like end up? Like, is this kind of leading to a path you want to go?
3: You know, it's really confusing. Like, I totally relate to what my was talking about in the last episode. That's a callback for everyone. Like, yeah, um, <laughs> that's nice. Like... <laughs> I, I like, want to do a lot of things. And I don't know if I want to like be in post-production for the rest of my career because I think being in this apprenticeship has shown me that like I enjoy being out on set and Mm -hmm. post-production, you don't typically get to do that unless you're in like, (laughs) yeah, unless you're like in a smaller production company like Adrenaline where they have to send Mm -hmm. editors out but usually you're just in like
0: a an office all day
3: yeah and it's I mean man it I'm like I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm going crazy when I'm like in an office all day so it's kind of showing me like I don't know if post-production's for me you know
0: well okay so what's on like the peripherals then like what are some things you are thinking about
3: Oh gosh.
0: Um, yeah. Oh, you've, dude, these just, aren't softballs, Ashley. We're coming at you.
3: Yeah, I know. I know. Exactly. I thought you guys were just going to give me yes or no questions. After
0: this, it's religion. So get ready.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: Where do we um, go
2: after
3: which, we which die? One is,
2: which one is the right one?
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. I would even feel more confident with that than like
0: (laughs) you know I totally agree with you that's the sad part where Mm -hmm. it's like when you're thinking about your trajectory as a as like a career and as a person you're kind of like you know maybe we just talk about existentialism you know let's just go (laughs) there
3: (laughs) I'd rather do that um but in all seriousness I feel like I maybe I don't know I'm I'm gonna be script supervising on an upcoming short film for um uh his name's Kevin Doan I don't know if you know him but he's he's a student at UCF and like I know him through a couple other friends um Mm -hmm. and it'll be like my first time script supervising so I'm hoping that like maybe this will be some revelation like (laughs) I love script supervising
2: I was born to supervise scripts.
3: (laughs) It's just like in the back of my head, I'm just like, I need, I need to figure this out. I mean, obviously it doesn't have to be an urgent thing, but like, you know, you guys know, like the further along you get in a certain position, the more like difficult it is to kind of switch, you know, because sometimes you get like pigeonholed into like yeah. post-production or production yeah. assistant oh.
0: yeah
2: totally and, and and sometimes there's even you get in a situation where it's not what you want to do but you're good at it yeah so people just want you to go to do that because you know the alternatives aren't going to work out as well but you're like i, I don't want to do this right yeah um but you keep getting thrown in there you you pigeonhole yourself yes
3: in a way. exactly yeah, <laughs> We all can do that sometimes.
2: No,
0: I mean, literally yes. before I took the job at uh, Weather Channel, I was like, you know, I'm done with camera work. I'm over it. I don't want to do it anymore. I was like, I want to go post. I'm to do more editing work. So I bought like a $2,000 iMac and I got everything all situated and I'm doing some wedding videos and all of a sudden the money starts running out. And then they offered me a job <laughs> at the Weather Channel to be a cam op. And I quickly was like, you know, <laughs> what's another couple years of my life cam
2: Oh my gosh! You, you, you missed the feel of those pan handles between oh, your fingers. Oh yeah, baby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That nice, those nice cold panhandles.
3: The pan handles. I didn't know that. Like they were called pan handles.
2: I thought they were. Were they, or was I wrong? Uh yeah, they're, I think they're pan. Camera up. Yeah. No,
3: I Are they they're panhandles. pan Okay.
2: I, I mean, we don't I mean, like. I don't p- think that term's panning. thrown up. Yeah. <laughs> The, the, the handles with which you pay yeah. yes I, I, okay because i'm like i mean i'm pretty sure
0: i, I thought i heard that in, somewhere in europe they call them tilt handles so
3: oh yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so i mean you can go either or you know of flip course. coin
3: yeah Dude,
2: well this is becoming the the podcast with the most camera jokes yeah. like,
0: ever. oh this is the one that spikes in, in the camera community every oh camera goodness. department across the country is tuning in
3: yeah they're like Did, you guys heard the time match <laughs> <laughs> they're on the edge of their seats
0: <laughs> so all right so production obviously is uh a fickle beast um yes. which i don't mean to disappoint anyone that's listening to this and wants to like uh, at least here in atlanta there's so many people that want to get into production and you always mm-hmm, hear that classic okay. line of like you know you should feel good about your job because guess what there's a lot of people that would take it and in my oh head i'm my always gosh. thinking like good let them like i don't know like see if they like it i don't <laughs>
3: Like oh my god, people people glamorize really production. Really that more
0: yeah, people like yeah. I know it is a little. I, I love how it's we're really derailing this interview. <laughs> we're having a we're having a kiki at the moment. We're not even interviewing. um No, it's like, I always have that thought where I I hate that line. Like there's a line of people that would take your job, and it's like, well then fine, let them do it.
3: Yeah, tell me how means- good the
0: shot's gonna be when you have fucking <laughs> you know Timmy yeah. that just got his degree. let me know how that goes and how much she loves it
3: yeah oh well speaking of that whole line like there are a lot of people you know um yeah like I I've been thinking about like I know I've been wanting to move to New York and so kind of like when I took this apprenticeship I was like well of course I need experience and I want to like Build a resume that will help me once I get to New York, but like, I don't know. It's weird trying to like tell like my friends and like coworkers like, yeah, I'm gonna like, you know, leave adrenaline, go to New York because not all of them are like supportive, and it's like <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a weird feeling. You know, you right know? before I
0: moved to Atlanta. Um, I had an internship at uh, USTA, the United States Tennis Association. I was in their video department. Uh, don't mean to name drop, um, <laughs> but largest governing body of sport. Um, did, you get, did you get free balls, bro? I got no benefits out of that, but I wish. Um, no, I'm, I'm in their video department, and I remember my producer. You know, we're getting towards the end. It's always that classic internship question of like, "Well, what are you thinking about doing after this?" Blah blah. blah. And I was like. I think i'm gonna to move to atlanta and just kind of take a swing at the whole film thing and see if i can break in. and he literally goes like yeah that's not needed don't do that he's like I,
1: why or, orlando's, oh orlando's
0: big enough why would you do that to yourself and what? after he told me a story about how he moved from like to five different cities to secure a job in production Wow. So I wouldn't, I would take all that with a grain of salt. I think you're going to get yeah. that everywhere because I think people get, they're in a job for so long that they can't fathom what it's like to look for a job again.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you're like,
0: you're confounding them so much when you're like, yeah, I'm just going to fucking hit the reset button and just
3: yeah. start it all
0: over again.
3: I mean, like literally, like it's kind of interesting. Something that has stuck with me throughout like my entire apprenticeship is when I was going to sign up for insurance through my company, I was in the office with our kind of HR lady. I don't really know what. She, I like this operation. You guys run there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and she was like, so how are you liking adrenaline so far? And I was like, oh, it's good. Like I'm learning a lot. And she's like, yeah, it's comfortable, right? And I'm like... I don't know if that's, I'm just thinking to myself. I don't know if that's how I would like to describe my job right out of college.
2: Yeah, but
0: because in, w- in production, that's kind of like a luxury. That's the sad part. Yeah. Is like people like it's the same conversation you have at the weather channel, where it's like, "Hey, man, you know, you don't have to freelance anymore. You just come here <laughs> every day, and you get the you know, it's I don't, it's live TV. So we have all these like timers." So you're just yeah. watching your, your life tick away. Literally, you're watching the time <laughs> dwindle yeah. every day you're there. And it's like this weird metaphor. I, yeah, it's, the, it's so weird. I, I completely get where you're coming from.
3: Yeah, it's just kind of like, I don't know. I, I feel like at this point in our careers, I think it's important, you know, for us to strive to be uncomfortable at at times because that means we're learning. You yeah, know.
0: it makes you better yeah as yeah. long as they're calculated risks like you know yeah. i always have a dumb saying which is like if you're gonna be stupid be smart about it And it's kind of like <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: it's really kind of taking these calculated risks so like coming to atlanta like at least i had i think i had like six thousand dollars saved up which is enough to stay afloat for a couple months mm-hmm. at least almost actually half a year before my money ran out to like freelance and not every gig had to pay me an exceptional amount so i could yeah. like I could take most gigs
2: yeah right well and you took a calculated risk by moving to the right city i've seen you move you wanted to get into film and you moved to a city that has a burgeoning film industry right, yeah you know what i mean like you could have been like i want to get into film i'm going to move to little rock arkansas <laughs> and then you're sitting there in little rock like what why is this not working out
0: see martin has a line which is so true you have to move where the action is and yeah like i mean he's talking about it in terms of like if you want to be like a comedian or an actor where it's like i mean that's fine you can be the best comedian in like minneapolis but it's like if you're trying to like have like a special or something you're gonna have to go to like new york or la or whatever the fuck your goals are you have to like put right. them in terms of like all right where do i need to go geographically where all this shit is happening
3: right and, yeah. and it's just like also like moving to a bigger city allows you to like have more opportunity for growth because the bar is higher. So you need to like, you know, challenge yourself to stand out and like work hard and be good at what you do in order to make it there, you know?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well especially New York. I mean Yeah. New York (laughs) is if you can make it like there's a saying where it's like, oh if you can make it in Atlanta, you can make it anywhere in the South. And then, like, they always followed it up with, like, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. And it's like, that is so true. Because New York, it's like $2,000 for closet space.
1: <laughs> yeah. And
0: you're taking, a, you're taking a train to work, you know. And so you're going to yeah. have to, like, know the schedules of all the lines and the best way to get there. And you're dealing with literally one of the most, you know, a city that experiences every kind of weather event.
1: Yeah.
3: Ty, are you trying to...
0: I am. Discourage I am. I'm, yes. Yeah. No, I, this is. Uh, I, this I actually. Intervention. I, I talked to a couple of your coworkers. Um, I'm actually very concerned. This is a really dumb thing you're doing.
1: Uh, play it safe.
0: Get the fucking cards, label them, and put them back.
1: Yeah.
2: And then repeat for what? 40 more yeah, years? Do that for 40 years. Retire. Yeah, it's comfortable, right off into the sunset. Right? It's
0: comfortable. And there's one thing I try to tell our listeners all the time is sell out as early as possible. Yeah. That's how you live a happy life. Get an engineering degree. Don't (laughs) pretend English isn't even a degree. Pretend that's not even an option. Just pretend that it's only engineering or computer science.
3: Exactly.
0: And swallow all of your depression.
3: Yeah. Just, just, you know, suffocate all of your artistic and creative, um, Inner thoughts—it's just the way to go.
0: Yeah, and and find like a a shitty outlet, like uh
2: stamp collecting,
3: yeah, (laughs) or Reddit short stories,
2: (laughs) (laughs) fanfic. (laughs) Uh, Now, speaking of outlets, Ashley's got quite the outlet going. Oh, writing music. (laughs) Now, I look at the segue, king of the segues, right here. Uh, I I knew that you were a musician. when, when we were back at school, um, but but that was about it. And then you started putting out music, and it's.
1: But, but then she starts
2: putting
0: out original music. Oh, I knew you were a musician, and that's as far yeah. as I was going to go with that. No, that was as far as I, I as far now as you knew I about knew.
2: Me. That, that, well, no, that, that, that's I knew like, your name I knew you was like music. Like I didn't know Allison or
0: something. I
2: knew it started with an A. Yeah but but you started put it she put it started putting out original music and it's fantastic. Oh, thank you. Um, no, seriously, it, it really is. So, so how long have you been writing your own music? Is some is that something you did like for a long time and you had this this uh, collection of songs to to pull from or is that this is a more recent kind of thing you started doing?
3: Hmm. Well, so I first started writing songs when I was like in elementary school and it was my friend and I had this little like notebook of songs, but they were really awful. And they kind of remind me of that skit from SNL. I think it's Garth and Cat from Weekend oh, Update yeah. where they're like making up the song on the spot. Like mm-hmm. that's what it sounded like when we would sing it because I don't think we actually <laughs> knew what the pitches were.
2: so you you were both kind of guessing at the same time
3: yeah so we would write out the lyrics and then kind of sing it whatever way one of us wanted to and the other would follow along so that was like my first experience with songwriting Mm -hmm. but um when i got to college like freshman year of college Um, I started messing around with GarageBand because I had my little MacBook and um, that's when I realized like you could literally do so much with GarageBand and I started writing songs Mm -hmm. more seriously ones that didn't sound like improv Um, (laughs) (laughs) but none of those were honestly like any good like I'm, I'm not saying I'm amazing now, but they, those were really bad too. Um,
0: but that's a process. I mean, that's
3: a- <laughs> yeah. 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 See, that's, that's something I've had to learn is like songwriting really is like a muscle that you just have to keep working on, keep writing songs. Um, but yeah, so like freshman year I started and then sophomore year, uh, one of my friends got logic pro I won't say how, because, uh, that might get me in trouble. The,
2: the how is not important. Yeah. Just what is important
0: is
3: On that? Wikipedia,
0: yeah. it's just going to say you got Logic Pro. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> so he got Logic Pro and he gave it to me because, you know, you can do that with Logic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, Logic Pro is kind of like an STD in the music community.
3: <laughs> it gets around. You can give it to people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, sophomore year, I started working with that, and um, and like, I I think my production skills kind of came out of like necessity, really, because I would write my songs with like the basic instruments on Logic, but then I realized, okay, I need to like fill this out. I need drums, I need synthesizers, and all sorts of stuff. So Mm -hmm. yeah. So basically I've just been working on, on songwriting ever since. I'm not like super consistent or I haven't been super consistent until recently with writing um, Mm -hmm. because it was always kind of like I would wait until like inspiration struck me. But now I've been trying to like push myself to, you know, just start something whether or not yeah. it's good you know we'll find out but <laughs>
2: that's that's the hardest part with any form of writing is that that sense of like oh i'll i'll, I'll do it when i have inspiration well that those moments are few and far right you know, between yeah so and in order to get good you have to do it as much as possible i mm-hmm. boy do i i hear what you're saying yeah it's uh, difficult with that <laughs> so, so your music how, how would you describe how would you describe the genre
3: um, I would say it's like synth pop y. Um, okay. Yeah. Like I take a lot of inspiration from like churches. Um, I grew up listening to like Coldplay and Imogen Heap. Do you guys know Imogen? Okay.
2: I, I, I know the name. I, I wouldn't say I know the music. Yeah.
0: We'll She's, get him on the podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: She is the one. But does that song mm, "What You Say"? She's like mm, "What You Say." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So like hold has... on. Is
2: that from that SNL sketch? <laughs> I, that's where I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I knew it. Okay.
3: Well, okay. At least you guys didn't say Jason Derulo because that's where everybody like knows oh, her from. Percent, really? Yeah, because okay. he did like he like sampled that part. Um, oh. but she's she's really cool. I just saw her in concert like a couple months ago, and it like blew my mind she's really yeah she's very eccentric but i like that she's like not afraid to be you know so she's one of my inspirations but i don't know if it's necessarily like a sound inspiration as as much of a like person inspiration you know
0: Yeah, yeah i get
2: that uh, you mentioned you mentioned synth pop as a genre. Are you familiar with synth wave? Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's a term I recently learned. <laughs> really? And uh, yeah, and I like it a lot. Yeah. Ty, you you'd like Ty's a synth.
0: Oh yeah, player. no, I, I, I'm a big uh, I'm big
2: into analog
0: sense. I, I love that kind of like the knobs. I'm I'm a sucker. There's something fun. Oh,
2: I, you always struck me as a knob guy. Yeah, no, Ty. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally in the knobs. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i i love the old school like i mean the the moogs uh i have a corg mini log because i'm poor no you
3: don't yeah
0: yeah i have well not oh my the, gosh. not the newest one if you're thinking of that like the the first generation one that came out um it's got uh man i'm trying to remember the terms because i to be honest since we moving <laughs> to atlanta i never get a chance to pull it out anymore I, am, I know i'm fucking slammed all the time but I know it's like four chord voices because I know that's a thing with synths. In case, in case someone's listening, you don't get this. Just
2: understand, I'm more talented than you, and I'm better than you, um, D- dude. Th- those synths we used to uh, we would jam occasionally, Ty and I. And watching Ty try and like like the synth blew my mind. Like you need a degree to to play that thing properly. Yeah, yeah you, no. To like
0: you need to have an audio education. Like the audio <laughs> class we took at UCF, like. I only passed that class because I learned about how to play a synth ahead of time because it's like all those <laughs> concepts come into that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, synthesizers are super cool and I am ashamed to say that I don't have any real analog synthesizers. They're so
0: expensive. They're, they are so the expensive. The log when it first came out, was like $600 and then I know a Moog. I mean, the cheapest you can get a Moog is like 1200 I think.
3: Oh yeah, it's and so bad. And those are bad. the best ones. Yeah, like I've been eyeing that, the newer uh, mini log, and it it's about like, yeah, like 700 or something. I know. <laughs> it's so painful. And I feel like a
0: brat, cause I have one <laughs> in my closet and I never play it. And it's literally like just a fucking $600 piece of music hardware that I'm like,
3: yeah, I'll
0: get to it someday.
3: No, but it's cool. <laughs> you can like bring it out at parties cool party trick. Yeah.
0: yeah i mean i've been focusing more on like piano now just because piano is a better solo instrument because the synth it's like you have to layer it for it to start really like getting funky and good
2: yeah well you guys both liking uh, analog synths i gotta throw a band at you i may have mentioned them to you at some point but there's a band out of california called fart barf worst <laughs> name ever really cool band it's it's two guys that play analog sifts and they, synths and they have like racks of them tons, tons of them like it's got to cost a fortune and then a live drummer
3: wow but
2: they're really cool so i, I recommend them anyone listening i recommend far okay barf. i need to um, ask
3: how did you find them did you search i, I listened
1: that?
3: no
2: well, you, if you've ever yes yeah, oh, yeah, one ever of my many searches of fart and barf yeah. <laughs> an unfortunate occurrence that happened to me in middle school uh, led to the discovery of this band um no so i was listening to another podcast and the people on that podcast like i guess knew them and they were like friends of the band and uh were just really into them so they would talk about them all the time and i listened and they have a they have a full-length album out called dirty power came out a couple years ago it's really good really good okay speaking of which i know you've been releasing singles
3: yes i have
2: um is that the plan because honestly the way music and streaming goes like that's like kind of the new business model. So, so is, are you looking at doing singles, or are you building up to like doing an EP or a, you know a full length album or anything?
3: Okay, so that like what you just mentioned is exactly where my conflicting feelings like are coming from because one of my friends was telling me the same thing. Um, he his name's Kyle. Uh, he actually was who I collaborated with on Strangers, which just came out. Mm-hmm. And
2: yeah, and we're going to be playing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: and he uh, was telling me, he's like, you should just keep releasing singles. Like, there's no reason really, like, at, like the way things are to release an EP. Like, because singles kind of help, like, reignite interest every time, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they're very yeah, promotional. Oh, that's
3: true. Yeah, but then it's like but I want to be able to like have an EP at the same time. You know, it's Yeah. <laughs> I don't that is tough. Because it feels like a step, but like an achievement, you know.
2: Yeah, it seems like streaming services have kind of thrown a wrench in, into the gears of this because I know when when we would all buy songs individually like a lot of the time, no one's buying like a full album or or an EP. They're gonna buy like the songs they like,
3: right? Yeah.
2: So they're gonna buy them as singles anyway. Yeah. But now with streaming, where you know you you pay your subscription fee and then you can listen to as much or as little as you want. Um, if that, cha- I wonder if that changes it up. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. He, you're uh, Kyle, smart guy. Because I never even considered this point <laughs> that that if you are releasing singles um yeah the, the fanfare of, of dropping something you can kind of like stretch it out yeah there's something to be said about yeah that.
3: you can like kind of ride the wave if you just keep releasing them like every now and then it'll like keep gaining you'll keep gaining like listeners and followers and and everything yeah yeah
1: oh for sure yeah
3: so i'm kind of like torn right now because i did say like in my social media posts that like i wanted to release an ep but now i'm like maybe i should rethink it i don't know i'm indecisive okay
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> whatever whatever you decide i i mean <laughs> it, it's 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 gonna be cool either way it's like anytime you get to release you know a piece of work you've done it's like an exciting exciting time yeah it used we'll to be we'll have be the scary, listeners though. decide yeah yeah before uh we're gonna play strangers very excited oh, thank you. feels like we're a real show time yeah, no, wow. it, it
0: feels like a real uh, variety show
2: yeah so, so uh before we we get to the song uh you know what what inspired it what's it about
3: Ooh.
2: let's get deep for a
3: second Ooh. well <laughs> oh my gosh there are two ways you can interpret it um <laughs> the first surface level way is just like basically having a crush on a stranger and like kind of questioning like why the verses are more like introspective I think
1: Mm
3: -hmm. um and that's like pretty simple you know that's yeah that's like a surface level way of seeing it but then like
0: it's not a bad thing
3: though yeah you could ever listen to
0: like Mr. Postman by the Beatles no (laughs) I mean it's literally just about the post like hey wait a second I have like (laughs) another thing to give you
3: (laughs) yeah I mean songs I guess can really come from anywhere so (laughs) um but like I also like to think that um it's kind of like analyzing like you know putting too much weight into hypothetical situations and like thinking too much about what could be instead of like actually making things happen you know because i feel like i do that a lot like i like to daydream a lot and (laughs) and i think that's where right here yeah i think that's like a problem with my like plans to go to new york i'm like oh that'll be so great when i can do all these things but you know i really won't know how hard it is until i get there um Mm -hmm. so yeah this song is kind of it it can be interpreted either way you know
2: yes now uh, uh one one last thing before we play because i know people will probably want to find it you release your music under the name vea am i correct yes v-e-y-a
3: yes i am vea
2: <laughs> ah so, so, but for the people that want to go and hear more of your stuff that's what they've got to search yeah on, uh, I think it's it's on everything, right?
3: Yeah. So I I have a Twitter that not many people know about because I don't really post much. Um, but oh my gosh, I need to look up my own <laughs> credentials. Well, on while, <laughs> hold on while you look that up.
0: You know, I know I know we're bookending this, but real fast, I before we did this interview, I and I know I hate to shatter this fourth wall here, but you did say <laughs> you had a bone to pick. With Nicholas DiLorenzo.
1: Oh. Yes.
0: <laughs> and and look, I I would love to have a tie and mad episode where we don't drag someone through the mud. There's a, you know, there's a very honest part of me that doesn't want to go that route. It's just what but we do. <laughs> it's like at this point, it's like it's kind of weird if we don't, you know? So I'm kind of conflicted. Right. So I I mean, look, I want you to just be as honest as possible, take the filter out. What is this bone you need to pick? <laughs> With Nicholas DiLorenzo.
3: Okay, so funny enough, this actually has to do with my music. Okay. Okay. So when Perfect. I first made a Facebook page, I invited people to like my page. I, I haven't invited everyone because I was like self-conscious because I felt like it's... Oh, it just feels so weird seeing Ashley Vega invited you to like her own music page yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like... So I sent him an invite and guess what? I never got a like from him. He never liked it. He never liked it. And it gives you a notification. It says it would have said Nicholas DiLorenzo accepted your invite. But he never liked it, so I'm feeling oh. a little bit offended because, like, 20 minutes after I sent that, he like posted on Facebook or something.
0: Wow! And I, I was like, no, wait, if there are like some words to describe him, like, what, like, what I mean, are we thinking like, uh, uh, bad I mean, we can go s- simple, like, he's a bad person, we can start there. Um, <laughs> yeah, disingenuous. I'm not saying these are the words you're using, but if you're agreeing to them. I'm fine with keeping these labels
3: he's just you know i thought he was a real friend and then oh
0: nick dealer not a real friend
3: (laughs) hashtag not a real friend no i'm i'm joking i don't want him to hate me
0: (laughs) no it's it's fine i he deserves it he's an la scumbag he sold out uh he's
3: too cool for us now maybe that's why he didn't like
2: it yeah ashley i'm gonna make you feel a lot better because I just checked, he doesn't like this show either, and he's been on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean. I bet if you looked at Jimmy Kimmel's page,
0: he liked that right right a fucking way. Before he even had the plank ticket, he liked it. But, you know, his friends who were, you know, I'm not saying that, like, your, your process is simple, but I will say for Ty and Matt, it feels like I'm opening my heart, and a little piece of me is bleeding on every episode. And oh, for him no. not to like that, it just makes me wonder, like, why do I even have his phone number in my phone anymore?
3: This is very sad. You should bring it up during one of your secret phone calls. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, we're not bringing that up here. Okay. Wait.
3: Okay. Yeah. Wait. That's I, a
0: membership I, fee. Um, you know, well, that's a separate Patreon page where you can subscribe to, you know, 10 bucks a month. You can be part of these secret phone calls.
3: Are you kidding me? No. No where can i sign up i want to know i want to know oh my
0: god Actually, you really want to be a part of these phone calls so bad I and you are gonna be so it's really as bad i really want to like keep this bit going but it's really just us writing the script half the time
3: so is it like you guys like throwing out jokes and then being like no nah, that could never work like how does it
0: well that's like 90 percent of it um <laughs> but yeah it, it's really yeah no it's uh it's because you know when your friend moves to Hollywood, you might hate him for being such a scumbag sellout. But the thing <laughs> is, he's so close to celebrity that I'm kind of doing that thing where it's like I'm hanging around just long enough to where, like, if he makes it, I can still make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like think about it like this: he's on <laughs> he's on the speedboat tail rider. He's on the speedboat, and I'm like that raft, and I'm holding on to the thing. And it's like, yeah, I'm not having a good time. But hey, if we get to like the Bahamas or something, I made it. You fucking losers are still sitting in, like what, Pennsylvania, <laughs> Orlando? I mean, like
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already
3: well, doing. That's better. exactly where. Wait, can we like all join in though? Like you're riding on his coattails, and then you know Matt's behind you. I'm behind yeah. Matt. <laughs> Matt's started the like, whole
0: podcast. To hold on, <laughs> like I just do, like I just throw out jokes that I'm not even really considering, just to pretend like he's part of the process. <laughs> Matt, like he went above and beyond. He started a whole podcast just to hold on, Ashley. You got to let yeah. go of the music. You got to find a way to collaborate.
2: <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, before she lets go of the music, why don't we play her song? Yes, yes, let's. And uh, so this is "Strangers" by Vea. It can be found, Ashley. Am I correct? iTunes, Spotify, all of the. Uh, things. I, I listen to it on YouTube Music. Yeah,
3: you can listen to it oh, on awesome. YouTube.
2: So anywhere music is is listened to.
3: Yeah.
0: That's the truth. All right, Ashley, from us (laughs) to you, we want to say thank you for doing Ty and Matt. Thanks for being a part of this. We love you. Come back when when you move to New York. We'd love to hear about it.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was a great time. Thank you.
2: (laughs) Yes, thanks for joining us. And here's the song. There you have it. That's Strangers from VEA, a.k.a. our good friend, Ashley Vega. Be sure to check that out. iTunes, Spotify. Uh, actually, they're not calling it iTunes anymore. It's Apple Music. So oh, check it out there.
0: That's a lot. Uh, YouTube
2: Music. I think anywhere music is streamed or enjoyed or listened to, you can find it there.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I have no idea how to get anything on any distribution ever. So when hmm. people just tell me like the brand names like Spotify, uh, like I immediately think they're just so much more talented than me because I don't even know how, Tie and Matt is on anything, like that's no, I just well, it's just there,
2: it, it's magic. I mean, if it were up to me, uh, carrier pigeon, we would just <laughs> find out who wants a show. We'd stick a USB drive to the carrier pigeon and send it on its way. And that's Which, how you'd get.
0: Honestly, it. I think that's the way God intended podcasts to be. But <laughs> yeah. here we are. I mean, you know, you're just in fucking trumps america and it's yeah. just on spotify and apple music it's not even itunes i still say itunes and now i'm like going back in my head thinking of every conversation saying itunes right now i
2: think they changed it somewhat recently within the last year it went from being itunes to being two things there's apple podcasts and apple music so we're on apple podcasts um i think i could be entirely just full of shit well That's like we possible. said we
0: don't know how time that actually gets anywhere no, I don't even know magic. if it's even anywhere. Sometimes I don't have the microphone plugged in.
2: No. <laughs> like, it's just you're talking to no one.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. Thank God this is an audio medium because there are moments where I have to like look down and check the wire. Um, <laughs> Jiggle it to make sure yeah, it's in there. Like, kind of like.
2: Is this yeah, thing on? Good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> all right, well yeah, we're good. So, right. well, That was a great episode. Great interview. I mean, they're always great. But, I, I, I feel good about every single one. Oh yeah, yeah. Or, or else we wouldn't put them out. That's the
0: beauty of podcasts. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. Like there, I make no mistakes.
1: No, no I no snort, entrepreneur.
0: I snort a line of B12 before we do this podcast. I am fully. Sh- con- I fucking literally inject bull shark testosterone in my arms before yeah. we do this because I
1: have what I shows? said I'm an
0: entrepreneur. I don't. I'm kind of fuck. <laughs> I have I have tunnel vision <laughs> right now. <laughs> The testosterone uh, he, had a delayed reaction. I am fucking lightheaded.
2: Well, are you I, not I, talking
0: or is it just? The-
2: no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just I'm just thinking ahead because you, you, you said you've got you've got something coming up in a couple of weeks. And I hope you're not lightheaded for that.
0: Oh, OK. Well, beautiful down segue. in O-Town, the city I, beautiful. I, I wish we had uh, applause breaks for all the beautiful segues. Uh, you we have. can put them in all right don't put that on me um i'm not gonna do that so, it's more editing yeah, yeah i'm not gonna do all that work um yeah no I, I have uh october 13th i'll be in orlando i will be uh doing a show at sluice uh mystery theater i, I don't know what it. I, it's called sluice just s-l-e-u-t-h-s um I mean, I have a show tomorrow. It's pointless now. This will be out Monday. Yeah. Now, if you can get in a time machine, go back in time, Saturday, uh, September, whatever tomorrow is, uh, I will be doing Feed Me Funny. But you can always catch me at my own show that I run here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, that's 5th Place Comedy Show at Five Paces In. Find it on Facebook, 5th Place Comedy Show. Instagram, fifthplace.comedy. And you can find me, colgate. Just tight, Colgate. I don't know. Just tap it into everything. Preferably cash app. I need
2: your money. <laughs> <laughs> we should give out our cash tags for an episode. <laughs> just only that. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Regal. That's me. You can find me <laughs> at Matt underscore Regal on the Twitter and the Instagram. You can find my blog. Get ready for this one. I. You
0: know, before you said to, to take a breath in the middle, but you've been working on it. The breathing exercises are paying off.
2: Yeah, I have a. What's that thing where you have the ball in the tube and you have to blow on the ball and like keep it? Yeah, I've been working at Lung capacity's going up.
0: That's why I sent it to you.
2: Um, much much appreciated. uh, I think I mean
0: like I I I feel bad. I always get to this point. I'm like, oh plugs. That was the thing I was supposed to prepare here. But that's it. That's it for me. I do. I mean, fucking check out his blog. God damn it. Just fucking check it out. And fucking check out his comedy shows. I love the aggression we have on this episode. This is, yeah. um, it started with Lakin and then we co- we continued in Ashley Vegas with Nicholas DiLorenzo. And then right here with our aggressive plugs, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to another time, Matt. I know I usually conclude it with like a good morning, good afternoon, a good night. <sighs> I think, I think we'll, we'll do a nice good day. Bye.